Hey, welcome to another episode of Shit We Don't Talk About, powered by Helix Interactive. My guest is Mark Ensign, and our topic is how to be a dick. That's dick with a capital D. Let me clarify, Mark has recently penned a book with that exact same name, and it's the entertaining story of his friend Dick and how kindness can go a very long way. This story started out as a blog that went viral courtesy of none other than Will Wheaton. Google him if you don't know who he is. You're missing out. Okay, strap in. Let's find out how to be a dick. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mia. What's happening? (laughs) Good, nothing. What's going on with you? I don't need to romance you into this. You know, all my guests, I, I pre-romance and they're ready to go when they show up here. So we're going to talk about how to be a dick yes. with a capital D. I believe that you could turn this into a drinking game with the word dick. I think so. Especially on this yeah, podcast. Or, <laughs> especially on this podcast. All right, I'm game. Let's do this. So y'all, this is my friend, Mark, who I have been hearing about the topic of this book since I'm going to go like maybe... 2014. I think you were on my show way back in the day, yay. Yeah. And now you have birthed said book, and it is. I have. I've been. It's been a long pregnancy. I have been <laughs> longer I than an been, elephant. I've been. I've been pushing for for six or seven years now. That's a visual. <laughs> yeah, it's and been. It's, it is. it's been a roller coaster. I actually, uh, and I mentioned the book. I've I wrote the book. Uh, 18 times, and I released it on the 18th time. Um, I have something like 350,000 words that I've written just to come up with this. <laughs> Which it means I'm either a really bad writer or a perfectionist. <laughs> like, it means something. There's- You're certainly prolific. <laughs> and uh, Stephen King talks about that. I don't know if you ever read The Stand when he originally mm-hmm. wrote that book, which is one of my f- favorites. And timely now. Um, but he had to cut out, I think, 500 pages of it. And then when he uh, became famous, he's like, fuck all y'all. I'm putting those 500 pages back in. And guess who all was excited to read those extra pages? So there you go. There's always, uh, there's always that option. But that's, yeah. I think that's Ooh. one of three books that I've, that I've read twice. Like I, I hate watching movies twice. I hate watching TV shows twice. And I hate reading books twice or more Not than once, one. I guess. And, but yeah. that's one book that I had to read again because I loved it so much. It's, it definitely uh, is, again, a good, a good take for this time. And this book about being a dick with a capital D, let me be super, super clear about that, is, uh, is pretty timely with the way the world's going right now. Yeah. So let's get into it. Tell me about this okay. book. So... Um, so here's the thing. I started writing this book um, uh, about six years ago because about about seven years ago, I was dream and this vision of what my life was going to look like, and, um, and and as part of that, you know, like when you're a kid, you you strap on a cape and you jump around on the furniture and you've you know and 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 uh, um, and you want to be an astronaut or a superhero or something ridiculous, yep. uh, you know, but as you get older, you outgrow that and you become an accountant or, you know, or something even more awful than that. No offense to accountants out there. <laughs> they do a good job, um, but you all know what they we do. 
they do. You know where we're going with this. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, but I kind of never outgrew it. I always thought that like I had this, this greater purpose. And, and, uh, and so I, I went off to, uh, to school to become a musician and I started traveling around the world as, uh, you know, with, with, on Broadway and doing a lot of studio work and, and uh, playing in different bands. And, what, show and you in? what show were you in on Broadway? Uh, so I was, I was the bass player for the show Rent. Yes. Uh, that, was, that was the big one. I did some other stuff on, you know, on, on Broadway, but that was like, that's the big one. That's mm-hmm. the one that actually people go, oh, instead of, huh? You know, <laughs> different there inflection there's a lot of huh uh, you know for, with, when you look at some of the stuff that i've done and and like you know some was some were really good like i you know, one of my other things that i don't talk about anymore uh, for obvious reasons was uh uh i actually uh, recorded an album with r kelly <laughs> which which was really impressive when he won the grammy Right. Not as much, not as much anymore. It's not really the resume piece it used to be. Listen, you guys, if you go follow Mark, you will see, and certainly when you read the book, you will see that he is full of fun little facts like this, of, of random stories, which most of us only have one like that. You have a bunch. So I actually I didn't a, know that one I, out of all these times. I didn't know oh, that. Oh, yeah. So. Um, I, and I did, I, like, it's funny because cause, uh, I did watch the the whole special thing that he had. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, like, just to, to, not that, and I'm not like this egocentric guy, but um, I, I watched uh, that whole series, not to really find out what happened or anything, because I, you know, because, but it was more to make sure I wasn't in it. Because, like, I was in this, because there were a couple shots in the studio, and I was like, and there were parties when I was there, and I didn't know what was going on. I was just sure. you know, sitting in the control room playing there's me stuff, but <laughs> <laughs> I was like I hope I'm not in this thing so um but um uh so and, and one day like I woke up you know I, I I go through you know I'm doing this for 10 or 15 years start a marketing company somewhere in the middle of it all and I wake up and I'm and I'm 40 something or I just turned 40 and realize that like wow I haven't really done anything worthy of being remembered um now and and the crazy thing is I had done all this great stuff but, um, but in my head, it had kind of translated into this, like, you know, I was supposed to change the world. Like I was like, this earth was not supposed to spin the same way because I was here. And really like, you know, if I were to, you know, leave tomorrow, I mean, aside from, you know, some friends and family, nobody would be, really be all that broken up. They, you know, they wouldn't have any clue who I was. And, and as, like, as a, like guy, a blip moment, we all have like, well, blip, there was me. Right. Yeah. And, and like, and as a guy and as a, as a guy with a, with a family and, you know, and, and kids and all this other stuff, like it was, it was just like, it was supposed to be better than this. Right. And, and so I have my little meltdown and, and I'm, you know, like what I need to do is I need to move. Like I need to pack, sell everything I own and pack up my wife and kids, say goodbye to friends and family. And we're going to go somewhere that we've never been because that's normal <laughs> and that's like like that's not that'll do it <laughs> no, that's not cause for alarm <laughs> like, I, like you know and and uh there's no intervention like nobody pulled me aside and said really is this what you really want to do and and so that's what we did we sold most of what we owned put everything in a truck and, and we drove south from new jersey to uh tampa florida and um we couldn't have been here for more than uh you know a few hours they're like unpacking boxes and stuff and and uh, and I'm having a complete meltdown because it just hit me. Like, what have we done? Like, like, what have yeah. I done? Like I've, I've really like, I have overcorrected, <laughs> you know, like I've made a grave mistake. Right. Uh, and, and it's a and, cultural shift that you made too. I mean, we're talking oh, yeah. New Jersey to, to South Florida. Yeah. Yeah. 
There's oh yeah, there's 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 all sorts of stuff in there that that like and 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 it didn't fix anything. That was the thing. Like like okay, so now like like for some reason I couldn't change the world from New Jersey, but from Tampa, Florida, like the world is my oyster in terms of changing the world. Like really, this is what we've done. And uh, and 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 I was stressing my wife out because I was like, "Do you think we did the right thing? Do you think it was a mistake? I think we made a mistake. Did we make a mistake? I don't know. What do you think? Did we make it?" Like, and she's like, "Just please leave. Just go somewhere." And this is like and, an adult version of "Are we there yet?" But of <laughs> and you ask it the question in <laughs> right. ten different ways, right? Because hmm. I yeah, and 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 I just and she just you know why don't you go grab the kids because if you take the kids then i know that you'll come back um and 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 not just start marching north and never you know <laughs> never Amy, coming back amy's got it going on i'll she's, tell you yeah she's a saint for what she deals with uh and and um and and so we started out on our walk and made it a couple of houses down the street and this old guy who was uh, probably in his mid-60s at the time uh came up to us and and uh and that's how uh you know i met dick and dick mm-hmm. was my neighbor he lives he lives uh seven or eight houses down the street from me. And he was just this extraordinary guy. Like he, you know, in that moment, he, um, he you know, he said hi. And, and, and there's that little, you know, just please say hi and let's keep walking. I don't want to talk to you. Like I'm, I certainly am not in the frame of mind where I need to talk to the old retired guy because now like he's the only person I've seen in my neighborhood. So now I'm pretty much, I'm pretty sure I live in a retirement village. Like, cause, Did cause you bring the, the median age down by like 15 years when you <laughs> right. the only guy I saw is is you know uh, just barely under 100. So sure. So and then and then there's the tri-state area thing of like you know don't talk to people you know don't, don't make eye to contact oh, totes right. yes so like and I'm and I feel like I'm a pretty nice guy because I'll mm-hmm. wave to you as I walk past you and ignore everything else that you have to say and, and so he he uh, um you know, but right away, he, he just, he, he bent down, got on, you know, got like, you know, both hands on his knees and got eye to eye with my kids. And he was just talking to my kids and just listening to them. And they just unleashed a fury of American girls and Legos and superheroes and, you know, my friends in New Jersey. And, and, uh, and it was just so interesting to watch, like, wow, like this guy's actually listening to them. Like, he's not just, he's not just like, all right, can you shut your kids up so we can have an adult conversation? <laughs> he was, he was really kind of making them feel hurt. And it was, it was just, um, it was just really cool to watch in the middle of my meltdown because I forgot that like my kids were going through this too. I mean, yeah. my daughter was 10, my son was five at the time. But like, this wasn't easy for them. And they felt the stress that we were going through. And I was, uh, you know, I was going through and, and, and he just let them get all that out. And then, and then he and I were talking and and he did the same thing for me. I was just, you know, I was like, so what's your story? And then I just, I just, you know, (laughs) do you blurt it all out too? Like, you know, mercilessly with, (laughs) with everything that I had to say. And, uh, and, and he was, he was like, look, let me give you some pointers. And then he just started, you know, he's just, just really kind of offering a lot of, um, you know, of help and, and of, of, you know, like that, that like neighborly, you know, like a nice warm neighborly hug. Yeah. And, uh, and so we left, um, you know, got it's Florida. So everybody started melting. And so we started to go home and, um, and I'll never forget like the, like the thing that, that he left me with, he's like, Oh, and by the way, if you ever, um, if you ever need a ladder to hang some pictures of those kids of yours, let me know. Uh, Cause I have two. And like, like it was um, like, and, and I, I was trying to figure out when I was writing this book, like, why did that line stick out so much to me? And, uh, and it was because it was this offer of like something so out of left field, like, you know, why would you ever walk around offering people a ladder? Um, but it was really about like, like, cause I know you're going to need things. 
I don't know what those things are, but like, just, you know, you're going to need stuff. Yeah. And let me just open the door and, and let you know that if you, you know, that's, it's, it was just a better way of saying, if you need anything, let me know. Cause if you need anything, let me know has no teeth to it. It doesn't mean anything. No. It's just, it's, it's a polite phrase that we've been taught to say that. And then the second somebody calls us, Hey man, you got a ladder. It's like, God damn, are you freaking kidding me? Like, like I gotta put like, <laughs> Now we're onto this, <laughs> but, but when you say, to the airport. <laughs> but when you, yeah, but when you, when you offer it that way of like, Hey, if you ever need a ladder, let me know. I have two. It yeah. just, it just created this thing for me that I was like, wow. Okay. He, um, he created such a soft space for you to land that was specific in the, in the intonation of what he said is right. I mean, like you said, saying something so specific of if you need a ladder and then also just showing that piece, because we do interpret that through our head of like, well, when I say it, <laughs> I don't really mean it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but for him, like he, he, he gave you that place to be able to take that invite. So that was yeah. your first lesson and, and how to be a dick. And you'll, you'll, you'll see listening, um, especially when you read this book, how you take each, because each chapter, I'm sort of, I'm going to jump into this a little bit. Each chapter is a principle with a title yeah. of it, right? Yeah. And then I love it because you wove this story in through all these stories of what Dick did. Drink. <laughs> 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 capital D of what he did that drew you in during this difficult sort of dark night of the soul time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, and he didn't know at the time, like what I had been going through, which was, which was really kind of interesting. And, and, and I, and, and we eventually went home and, and, um, you know, I was even talking to my wife. I was like, yeah, I met the guy down the street. And like, it was like a really weird thing. Like, like, I don't know, like I felt such a, like such a connection or such an affinity to, to this guy. Like, and I was like, oh, whatever, you know? And then the next morning, like I go out for a walk and I, and I run into his wife and, and, you know, his wife is running down the street and just, Hey, you must be Mark. You know, and I was like, wow, <laughs> like, like I'm you know, famous around here. It's another old person though. Like, so, right. <laughs> so I'm still concerned. Like, <laughs> I'm still melting so down a little bit about it, but, but, um, and, and, and we just had such a great conversation. She invited us over to the house, um, you know, because, uh, um, uh, I was, I was talking about how we have to unpack and how we have to, how we have to decorate the house. And, you know, mm -hmm. it's definitely a weakness in, in our family decorating and stuff. And she invited us over to the house, take a look around, you know, why don't you come by later, go grab your wife, come by and let's, let's, you know, and I'll, and I'll give you a tour uh, mm -hmm. because, you know, we know our way around and like the house looks really nice and, and you can get an idea. Um, and, and also because, you know, in Florida, like the ceilings are really big in Florida, the houses are really big, very open spaces, whereas New Jersey, like we, we go from 1200 square feet to 3000 square feet. You don't know what to do with it all. Right. Like, like, you know, cause there's not a single house in Florida, like in this area of Florida, that's like under like a million square feet, like, like the houses <laughs> just like seem so big around here. Right. Um, and, and I, I do uh, love that chapter, uh, just to give a l couple of little goose or Easter eggs for people of uh, the de about decorating. There's you'll you'll see, and this is something I really enjoy about your writing. And I'll tell you all a story about how I got to pre-read it and then right. sit on the phone with you for an hour and going. <laughs> and remember when you said, remember the, in that one part, I felt like the the SNL with Chris Farley's like. Remember when you said. <laughs> That was awesome. Like I literally right. felt that moment, but, but I, I love the humor that you weave into this as well of this incredibly serious time in your life, but the, yeah. the part about decorating and all that. So yeah. So she, so then you meet Dick's wife and she's all that in a bag of chips too. I know. Like if, you know, if, if Dick was nice, she was nicer and just, you know, just, mm -hmm. um, 
and, and, and just really helpful, brought us into the, brought us into the house. We're walking through the house and now there's a stack of Emmys uh, in, in like on a table in the corner of the room, like, like where you, like, like it's, it, it, like it's, it's, it's like that space in your house where it's just like, I don't know, where should we put the vacuum cleaner? I just put it in the corner over there where nobody else like. All casual, <laughs> like, oh, right. those Emmys, these old things, right? Yeah. Like, and I was just like, all right. So we're looking around. I was like, there's like, and they look real. Like that. I don't think that, first of all, like if they were fake, like if you got it as like a gag gift, why would you get 12 of them? Like, <laughs> like it's just, like it's, unless you're having, like, like are you having a kid's birthday party or something like what is going what is going on <laughs> right and, and uh and, and i talked to him about it and his response was just very nonchalant like that's just something i do and it wasn't you know and at first i was just like the hell you think you are this is yeah. something i do i asked you questions <laughs> <Tell> <laughs> me what, like i need to know <laughs> uh, but it was it was very much that um you know, that idea, like it, it didn't really define him. It's just, it was, it really was just something that he did. It wasn't like, you know, and I said in the book, like if I had, if I had won an Emmy, like I'd have it tattooed to my face. <laughs> like, like you would know, you would hear about it every single waking moment. <laughs> like no segue at all to you know like people like sort of casually build right. a segue be like hey do you know i had an emmy <laughs> right my <laughs> name is mark and i have an emmy right. and, and uh um and eventually we you know he talked about it and you know as we got to know each other and only to find out that he was he was a producer for um for a sports network uh, for 40 or 50 years and um and won emmys for being you know the super bowl and and uh the the um, olympics and yeah like pretty all, much like any like, cool event that's happened in there was, the, in there the was history a, of sports in the last 40 years it sounds like dick's been there he, there was there was a picture uh that he showed me we were going through his pictures one day and i was just like why is that picture framed and like is there a weird picture to be in your office and it was like a it was like a um uh, a really you know like like random uh you know but well-known picture of of uh i think it was a boxing match and so he's like oh here and he points like and you can see like seven rows back there he is you know <laughs> over there so it. it just you know it was like it was just really cool that like like he had not only is the guy really nice and not only is he really giving and helpful to other people but like he's also successful like 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 it occurred to me you know i was like wow so you can be like a nice person and you could be really like extraordinarily successful. Like it's not like the two don't have to, you know, like, like don't, it's not like you don't have to choose between these two things. Yeah. Uh, and that was, that to me was like really like, like earth shattering because like, I was like, Oh, you, you know, either, either I'm going to put my career first and I'm going to, you know, and just, just focus on, you know, step over whoever I have to step over to get on Broadway, or I'm going to be a nice guy. And, and, you know, and, and, um, and I don't think I've ever told it, like, I've told a couple of people this story, but, but um, when I first, uh, when I first got the gig uh, with Rent, I was subbing. And, um, and so I became like the, you know, the first call sub, like, so basically you have like a couple different subs and you call me. And if mm -hmm. I can't do the gig, you call the next guy. I was like, well, that's never going to happen. Like I am a, like going a phone to, chain of subs. Yeah. I am never going to be the, you know, like, like I'm never going to turn the gig down. I don't care what happens. I made that decision. I don't care where I am or what's going on. So sure enough, it's like five o'clock and I'm on a date and I, 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 you know, I meet with this girl. We, we, uh, we, we, um, we're going out and I get the call and he's like, Hey, can you do the show tonight? So I was like, well, yeah, of course. And, um, and so, uh, he was like, great. Uh, see you at seven 30, whatever. And I, I, you know, I stop off at the mall that is, you know, like the nearest mall where we are. And I'm like, okay, so, and I'm doing the math and I was like, there's no way I can get you home and then back to my house 
and then into New York to, to do this, to do the show okay. by seven 30, it's not going to happen. So she's like, Oh my God. So I guess you have to call him back. Right. And I was like, no, um, <laughs> I'm going to have to leave you here at the mall <laughs> and you're going to, you're going to need to get a ride home. You know, and, somebody's and- telling that story too. <laughs> That's a story at somebody's cocktail party. Of course. And and I, and I, and I ditched her. I left her at the mall and and I'm a horrible human being for it. Like in that moment, but like, but I did do that show. I did make make the show that night. There's, I could see you keeping, like, I kept my promise, but (laughs) that's really funny. I I can only keep one promise. So So, no, and and I apologized profusely. And I, I was just like, please, I just, you know, and, and and uh, and and the the most awful part about it was like like and and I don't it wasn't gonna work out anyway so so you know like that it is what it is I guess I don't know but it's my hands which is still a terrible way to look at it like and, and I'm I'm a total like dick with a lowercase but but like as I'm as I'm like you know getting into the Lincoln Tunnel it occurred to me I was like you know I could have brought her and I could have gotten her a ticket to the <laughs> I could have gotten her a ticket can to I make the you show. feel bad and say. That would have been really impressive if you had brought her to that too. So that's on your list of things that that like dicks taught you that you don't have to be the mutual exclusivity to being like successful. Yeah. The whole thing. I, I, I could have used to learn a lesson earlier in my life, I guess. <laughs> things that could have been brought to my touch in yesterday, right? Like the wedding right. singer. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but I <laughs> I love it. Like I've, by the way, y'all. But when I've talked to you several times, even on, on our off the, uh, off the recording conversations, I always get nice little fun nuggets from you of stories that, that uh, like I said, that, that come up, which is always fun to share with people. So, but it, it, in reading this book, again, that's what's so cool. And, and y'all, you must go get it because I said so. And because it made me cry in a good way. And I will just quickly tell the story of when you chose a group of folks to, um, to reread this, to, to pre-read this book, right? So there's a Facebook yeah. group, a private Facebook group, How to Be a Dick, which makes everybody giggle uncontrollably. <laughs> Um, and then when you see the cover of the book, we'll also with the, the, uh, the importance of the capitalization. Yeah. The little FYSO. Um, but start, I start reading this book and then the night that I read it was the first uh, presidential debate, which was, I knew going to be a shit show. Little did I know. FYI. <laughs> so I'm out on my pandemic patio out back. Cause that's what I built this summer to, 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 to <laughs> figure I could be outside, but you know, be in it, but not of it, having my cocktails. And uh, I keep, I, I came in a few times either to get more wine or, go tinkle or whatever. And I hear the, the uh, debate on, and I went to go grab more Kleenex. Charlie's like, what are you crying about? I'm like, this book. I'm like, it just hit my heart so much that, um, that you, you tell these stories of, of each kindness that he's done that weaves into your healing and to, to what you're going through in your life and appreciation of these simple things that he did. Um, and so anyway, then I had to, to, to call you because I keep reading and just the, the timeliness of what's going on with this debate and what's going on with the world and the, the lack of kindness and the lack of authenticity um, hit me so much at this parallel or this, this, this universal moment for me. And again, you may, you may tear up, you may not, but I did just find it to be such a perfect timing. And then Woe Beach One, and I have to say a lot of it really struck for me too, like the thing about not asking um, immediately it, it's not that, that like he didn't have to say oh this is what i do he just proved his life he proves his life with that 
And that's yeah. a great lesson for all of us. Yeah. It, and, and I, I gotta say that, that, um, that you, our conversation was the first actual conversation I had with anybody about the book outside of like family. Yeah. Um, I had, a, I had other people read it, mm-hmm. but what I got was, was, um, yeah, it's really great and everything else. And, and, um, you know, like the ego stroking stuff. And I'm just sure. like, I don't, I don't, I don't, why, need, but like, why, I don't that. like, <laughs> like, I want to know why it wasn't good. Um, you know, or, or like, or like what it really was, or like, like something that felt more real than yes. you not wanting to hurt my feelings. And so, um, so when you and I walked into that conversation, like, I, I don't really, I didn't really know. Um, and, and, and still many ways, I still don't know, um, what, what the impact is of this or, you know, or, sure. or what it means. Like, it means a lot to me. And so, mm-hmm. um, I feel like, like, all right, I got it out of my system. This is meaningful to me, I guess, to cross this, you know, check this off my list. Yeah. Um, but I was like, well, anybody else like it? I don't know. And so, that's, so that's to, the other piece to it. Yeah. So, so to have that conversation with you and, and not only get like the, yeah, this was really great. I cried or whatever, but like, and here's why, and here's, and, and you walk through each with like such excruciating detail. Like, like I, I did. And it was so, <laughs> it was so meaningful to me because, oh, um, like that was, that was the moment that like, I, I was like, okay, like, I'm not afraid to give this to, I'm not afraid to show people this is my underwear drawer. Like, this is what it looks like, and, and, you know, and, and, totally. and, um, you know, and, and, uh, like, so, um, it just, it, it was, it was really, uh, I mean, it, it took me, it took me a little time to get off that call and then just like, let that soak in and just like, all right, I at least need to sit with this for a few minutes. Cause that's awesome. Like, you know, like for somebody like I, you know, I'm the bass player in the band. You're not supposed to be fun. Like, there's a reason I didn't become the singer or the, or the, the lead guitar player. Like I want to be in the back. That's right. In that, in that dark corner and just do my thing and just make everybody else sound and feel good around me. Like that's always yeah. been my place. And let me remind you, as somebody who's such a fan of music, like, but think about this piece is that you can be anywhere. And even if you can't hear the singer or the guitar or the drums, you can always hear the bass. I swear yeah. to get, I can pick up a song and do, 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 like you hear the yeah. beginning of that. It's another one bites the dust, right? You know, that's going to be like the beginning well, of that was an easy one. I think, yeah, I know, but still, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like there's like, you yeah. still hear the bass uh, everywhere. So I, I feel like that for you. And then just to tell folks out there too, what I literally did was pull up the book. In one screen, and go ooh, and another thing. <laughs> so I just took it in bite-sized morsels, which is what I feel this this book is about. Again, and yeah. can you can you go through some of the titles real quick, just to tease folks out about it? Sure. Um, so the the From first the titles of the chapter, the, the introduction kind of gets into you know why we're here, kind of mm-hmm. uh, that 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 precursor to this this complete meltdown like how much and 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 it's 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 my story but I feel like it's everybody's story I feel like we all kind of grow up um wanting to make that difference and we kind of forget or we we excuse it or we let it go and and um and so it starts off with that. And then when I, uh, the meeting Dick on the street and seeing how he acts with my kids, the name of that chapter is be kind. Mm. And it, it's really all about um, the, di- like, like being kind and how it's different how being kind is so much different than being nice. Nice is, is waving to somebody as they're walking, you know, like, Hey, how you doing? Good to yep. see you. Have a great day. You know, nice is saying, Hey, if you ever need help with anything, let me know. Uh, being kind is if you need a ladder, let me know. I have two. Right. Uh, you know, like kind is on a, a, such a different level. Kind is, is, you know, and, and, and it didn't really occur to me until I was actually writing the book for whatever time it was. I don't even remember. Um, 
but uh, at no point did Dick even really introduce himself. Um, you know, I, like it was 20 minutes of my kids talking about toys. It was 20 minutes talking about me, about my, my breakdown. The only thing I, I, I got from him was my name is Dick. That's it. Um, he didn't say, he Capital didn't like that. Well, my wife is this and here's where we are. And this is what we did. Like, I didn't get any of that. Cause he was, cause like, that's kind. Kind mm. is that it's all about you. I'm, I'm going to give, I'm going to listen. I'm going to help. I'm going to, mm. you know, I'm going to be there for you. And, and which was such a great lesson. Yeah. Um, and then the, the, the next one with, um, you know, with, with Rita was helpful um, with the story about Dick with the Emmys was uh, humble, be humble. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, I purposely, uh, it's worth noting that I purposely named the chapters, uh, you know, be humble, be compassionate, be thoughtful, be authentic, um, uh, be generous, be present. Like, all, like it's all about being yeah. because, um, you know, the book is not about like, here's the five steps, the, you know, five things that you need to do in order to be more kind. It's just a matter of like, you know, I hope you remember this story and I remember the next time to be a little more kind. You're not going to be a kind person 100% of the time, every single minute of every single day. But um, it's just about trying to be more kind, be more compassionate, be more authentic. Um, It was action words, which I I liked. It was action words woven into a story as sort of a parable almost of, it felt felt biblical without the biblical <laughs> well, there's no pressure there. <laughs> but you know what I mean? There's a lot that you can hear. I mean, there's so many memes. There's so much. Um, somebody was joking about how Live, Laugh, Love got to be really, really popular on, on some self-help book. And so there's, there's that. But it's like, what's the practical application? What does yeah. that actually look like to be... Not a dick with a small d. I keep saying right. that. This is my well, and, and, and butthead humor. And the, the interesting thing is that, um, you know, there's so much talk about ROI and, uh, you know, and, and um, how, you know, what's the return on being kind and, and like, like, can you even, can you even capture that? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, you probably can't, not to the point, like, it's not like a Facebook ad where you can say like, well, I spent a hundred dollars being kind and I got, you know, 14 leads. And then, you know, like, like it doesn't like life just doesn't work that way. Right. Um, but I, I believe that the, the, the return on this stuff is, you know, a million times what, what it takes because it doesn't take much for me to stop and listen to somebody or stop and, and do things a little differently and, you know, approach things a little differently and, and, uh, you know, give people a chance to see you a little differently. And that's, and that's kind of what I, what I grew to understand over the course of the book, because like Dick didn't split the atom. He didn't do anything um, that, that like any one of us couldn't do. Like that was the cool thing about it. Like that, that like, you know, here's this guy completely changed the world for me. Um, and what did he really do? Like, really, like, what is it? Like, the guy, I wrote a book about the guy. Like, like that's a pretty big legacy. <laughs> right. Um, you know, and, and what did he really do? He was nice to my kids. And he was, uh, you know, probably more compassionate than the average person. And he yeah. was successful. And he wasn't rubbing it my nose in it. And, uh, you know, and, and so um, it, it's uh, like, like, what's the return? on Like, how do you quantify that? Mm-hmm. It's, it's so important. And, uh, and, and, you know, at some point, like uh, when I left my old company because of uh, a difference in direction and I decided to exit that company and start a new company and came up with uh, Loudmouse, which is the company I have now. Right. And, and the, the, the domain was taken 
And, uh, but they weren't doing anything with it. And I reached out to the guy and sent me an email. I said, how much do you want to sell the domain for? And he responded, uh, he called me a couple of days later and he's like, Hey, I've gotten a dozen calls for this domain over the years. Um, you know, as, as much as five figures, uh, you know, which is, uh, I mean, 10, 10 grand or more. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, bye-bye. <laughs> you know, like okay, that's thanks. not going to happen. Right. I'll add uh, dot, you know, you know, dot me after <laughs> after we'll call it a day or whatever it is and uh he's like but you know i i followed your blog um when i when i uh when i before i was going to call you back i clicked on your link to your blog which was in my email signature so note to everybody make sure you have your links in, in your signature and and uh and so he's like and i saw a post that you had written about your neighbor dick and this is years earlier uh years later like because this this all started as a blog post right and um i was so touched by your story that i want to be a dick and um and so i'm going to give you the domain name and so i was like yeah but how much like i don't have five figures to give it to you to give you and he goes no i'm going to sign it over to you for free right now that's crazy and i was like well you're out of your mind but right. like this is obviously but I dig some, you <laughs> yeah like this is like some kind of weird scam where i'm going to give you my bank account information <laughs> and then i'm going to be cleaned out <laughs> and and uh, uh this link <laughs> and and so oh, so he's like no get it for the computer right now and he goes give me your you know GoDaddy account and we'll trade you know i'll transfer it and sure enough he did and within a few minutes it was in my account That's and he's like you know good luck with it and then like an hour later he called back and and i was just like i'm totally not gonna answer the phone like this is buyer's remorse like this guy <laughs> like he, he just woke up from a drunken stupor and he's like well, what have i done <laughs> Oops. And uh, so I reluctantly Takes answered, <laughs> I, I reluctantly answer the phone and he, he's like, ah, oh, you know what? I forgot. I have the .NET also. I should give you that one too. And he, signed over, the, he signed over to the .NET and that was, uh, you know, Lance, the guy who did, he was a dick. Like this is, you know, and, and it, it, it what like and, and if you look at what the the ripple effect that that creates like so mm. for him it was just a domain name he spent 18 bucks a year for whatever um and and it was a it was a failed idea that he had that he never pursued or you know whatever and it was actually kind of an interesting idea but but um that he had hmm. uh he he had like paper thin mouse pads that he had created for magazine ads it just so happens that nobody uses mice and mouse pad anymore so it doesn't matter <laughs> Um, but, but, uh, um, but this ripple effect that he created of, um, you know, I'm going to give up this $18 domain name, whatever it is. And that to me created this feeling of like, okay, so this guy believes in me more than I believe in myself because I was, I was willing to, like, I didn't think my idea was worth 10 grand to buy the domain off of, but he was willing to give up 10 grand to give yeah. it to me. Yeah. And, and that's um, that ROI too. You, there's nothing you could ever guess that that would be the ripple effect but there is one sure and then and then when you think about it like when i look at what i've done over the past couple of years with within my company and and like i've had plenty of people that have come to my door that said hey i have an idea and i want to do this thing uh, i just i can't afford what you do is there any way that you can what anything you could do with this and i've helped them and i have like all right you know what let's let's figure that we'll figure it out we'll figure mm. the rest out later um, when COVID hit, uh, and it was really bad, I had a, I had a, a lot of people don't know this. I had, I had a launch that was planned for April, uh, for a program that I created and I was selling the program for nine ninety seven, And, um, and so I had this whole launch plan I had the funnel, everything is all done, ready to go. And, um, and this was, I think the second or third launch I had done with the program and then COVID hit and people were really messed up. Uh, you know, right around that March, April. And I was like, the last thing people need is to go to another webinar, buy another 997 course. So I was like, well, maybe I'll drop it to 497 or maybe even 197, like make it really palatable for everybody. 
And, uh, and then it occurred to me, like if in order for it to be palatable to everybody, it has to be free. Yeah. And so, um, so I did the launch and I did the launch for free and anybody who wanted it could have it. No strings attached. There was no sales pitch. There was no, you get it for three months, then you got to pay for it. It was free for life. And, uh, and I think somewhere over a thousand people had signed up for it. Yeah. And, um, when you did that and just, you know, helping out, um, like all these people and, and like, like, but that is part of that ripple that comes with, I'll give you the domain for free because I believe in you. Like, yeah. okay, so now it's my turn to believe in these people and help them however I can. And, and that's all part of this thing. It's all part of this, this whole, uh, you know, kind of lack of a better term, dick movement. <laughs> I just had this uh, Jeff Spicoli m- voice in my head. What a dick. Remember that from Fast Times? Yeah, of course. Fast Times. <laughs> and I, it, that goes with that phrase of it's not, you know, what you do, but how you made people feel. Yeah. That, that old adage. And, and I do, it's a combination of, of both of that too, because then think how people feel cared for in this like crazy time when you decided to offer that too. So there's so many different iterations of it. You can, I mean, yeah. you can go, you can go 10 million different ways with this once you start putting your mind to it and thinking in that mindset. So that's why I wanted to do this today too, or put this, put the blog post out because timeliness of how crazy it is. Um, and I also am excited that you're giving me the exclusive of your experience of <laughs> showing the book to Dick. Come on now, tell me, do tell how that went. Cause it got me teary eyed. So, um, yeah, well, we, I didn't tell you, I, I actually haven't told anybody, um, uh, about what happened. Cause I, <laughs> just, I, I, I don't know what it was. We were just talking about, it, I think the day before, a couple of days before I, I had actually gotten the book and, and brought it to him. So, um, I left his house and I was like, this is such a good story. This is like another good story, another chapter to the book. Um, I, you know, I was like, I would give it like, as if, as if the whole world is waiting, I'm going to give me the exclusive. <laughs> I was, that's so, my world. <laughs> so, um, I, so was, I, got, I, I got teary eyed thinking about what it's going to be like. I'm like, this is going to be good. Get my tissues. So, okay. So here we go. So that, and, and that was my thought also. And, uh, and so I got the books in the mail and, uh, so I, I, I signed one to Dick and I signed one to Rita and I wrapped them up in my sweatshirt and went over to their house and my whole family was with me and Amy's like, do you want me to film it? So I was like, no, like, I don't want this to be a whole big production. Like, you know, and, and, um, and so it's me, Amy and the kids, we ring the doorbell, uh, Dick and Rita get to the door and, and they're like, well, Hey, how's it going guys? We're talking to like a little small talk and I got the sweatshirt under my, <laughs> under my arm and it's, and it's 180 degrees outside cause we're in Florida. But for some reason I have a sweatshirt. Weirdo. And, <laughs> and, and, uh, and we're talking for like a minute and a half. Are you two minutes? And Rita goes, "Is that your book?" <laughs> like under your arm. And I look, and it's it's like falling out of the sweatshirt. <laughs> and so I was like, "Oh yeah, surprise!" <laughs> um, so I hand him the book, and I and I was like, you know, I was like, I I got around because because Dick knew that I um, eventually after about a year and a half of this, I I ended up doing a talk about. Uh, and telling this story and he saw the video like he didn't know any of this was going on for a yeah. year and a half two years and he eventually saw this video of me telling the story and and you know and that's when he found out about it we started talking about it because so much happens between the beginning you know and and, and you know where where we are now yeah um and uh uh and it and it's like for me it was it, you know he becomes his mentor in my life but i just never tell him about it because it's weird it's this weird thing of like you know because he's doing nothing extraordinary like it's not like you know i'm gonna follow around 
you know, uh, Gary V for the rest of my life, you know, like, like, you know, and he can, you know, like, like, like he's got obviously got an obvious platform uh, mm-hmm. for having people follow him, but nobody's following around the 65 year old guy that lives down the street from me. <laughs> uh, he just wants to walk his dog and yeah. I'm like running outside like a puppy dog trying to follow him around. So, so, um, you know, so uh, like, so we get, you know, I, I was like, yeah, I, you know, I, I finally got around to writing the book and I like, like, you know, it, was, it started out with the pandemic and being home. And I, I, it's just really important for me that, that, that I tell this story in a book form and I wanted to give you a copy of it. And it's really meant that, you know, and I'm babbling and I'm going on and on. And I handed the book, he goes, he's like, come on, let's go in, let's go in. Uh, he's, he's like, this is, this is great. Let's go in the back and let's talk. Uh, and, and so we go into the back of the lanai cause we all want to be safe, you know, older couple. Mm. Um, so, you know, we all got our masks on and, and he takes the book and as we're, as we all turn around and start walking towards the back of his house, um, he's got like a table, like where, you know, a table where you throw your keys on when you walk mm-hmm. in the front door, he flick, he, he tosses the book onto, onto the table. We walk into the back and I'm, and I was just like, like oh my god what have i done like like this is too it was just too much like this has now gone over the to a point where it's creepy yeah. and we sit down we sit down uh, on these chairs around this uh, you know it is it is it is lanai and he goes so how are you guys handling school and my kids are like oh it's yeah well you know and they're talking and then and then he's like talking to my wife who's a teacher about her being in school and i'm like so are we're just gonna ignore this like i've i've <laughs> Like we're just gonna just step over this fact that I've spent seven years, the three hundred fifty thousand words, eighteen versions of this stupid book about you, and you're just like ah, throw it out to the key table and walk into the back of the lanai. Little dick move. Oh. And, and we sit there. We're, we're there for like an hour mm. talking mm-hmm. about anything but the book. And I'm I'm literally dying inside. Like like he, <laughs> there's a pond in the back of his house. And and I got my back to the pond, and I'm hoping and praying that an alligator comes out of that thing, and, just, and it just takes my head off because this is the worst possible moment of my life. Like, like I have lost so much sleep over this thing. <laughs> I just snort laughed. <laughs> and oh so, man! Like, we're just talking for an hour, and and he's like, "All right, let's let's go. We gotta, you know, we're gonna do dinner. We were going out or something like that to celebrate this stupid accomplishment that I know." <laughs> <laughs> that this guy doesn't care and and uh um, and so we get up and, and the kids and amy and rita go walking out and dick is like he's just standing there and mm-hmm. and you know i was like oh do you want to drown me in the pool now like it was it not enough to to make sure i know how unimportant this is and and um he's like hey uh before we before you take off he's like i just really want you to know how how uh, proud i am of you and what you've done with this and and how meaningful this this really is and, and you know and and um and and you could tell it like like it was it was just he's just was like kind of taking it all in mm-hmm. and, th- and this was the second time he actually said this to me uh or something like it but he, he's he's like um you know he's like whenever i introduce myself to people or people that don't know me uh i always tell them my last name is buff because it's like part of it it's like his nickname growing mm-hmm. up or something um, because he's like, I've always hated my name. It's always, it's always uh, been a sore spot for me. Cause even when you say, Hey Dick, like even when, you know, like, like someone says that out of love, it sounds like it's, it's, it's just a crass, 
um, you know, name that you're calling people. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and so for, for you to, and, and even on his Emmys, it says Richard, which I thought mm-hmm. was really interesting. And I didn't talk to him about that, but I wonder if like, like if, if that's part of, if I don't even think his name is, I don't even think his name is really is Richard. I think he just put it on there because it was easier for him. And so he's like, so for you to find uh, some light with my name and turn my name into something positive for me, um, uh, really just like, it, it's, it's like giving me a new life for my name, this thing that, that has been a bit of a, a you know, a, a stain on, on, you know, on, on in my life or yeah. you know, since a kid. Yeah. And uh, it was, it was just amazing. Like, uh, like, like I, it, it you know, it, it was a gut punch for me. Yeah. And then we played with his Emmys for a little while because Zach's like, "Do you really have Emmys?" He's just like, "Yeah, come on!" And he showed me all these Emmys. And we, I think we I saw taking, the pictures of that. <laughs> we, start, we start taking pictures like the, the money shot of us holding the Emmys and stuff, and uh, which was Aww, fun. And, dude, and, that's uh, amazing. And so we, we left, and and my kids are making fun of me. They're like, "I had Dick didn't care that you wrote a book about it. like they're making fun of me." <laughs> and and um, and I think what what um, what I got from it uh, was um this level of uh you know going back to being humble where like it's just something i do mm-hmm. uh and like like it's you know it's just who i am it's just like 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 you know here i am i wrote a book about the guy and i think that there's just a level of being so humble that like it takes time to digest that you know who am i to, for you to write a book about like i'm just living my life i'm just trying to be a good person i'm just trying to be kind it's trying yeah. to you know, and, and, uh, and so, um, it just was in such like Dick fashion that it, it would be it, like, like he would throw it on the table and just like, yeah, it's just, it's just something that I do. Uh, and, and so yep. I thought that was really kind of cool. I love to the, the parallel that, you know, taking away that pain point for him with his name, which is, which is amazing too. That was an, an unexpected or unintended piece to that. And then now you can do that too. Like, it's just something that I did was write this yeah. book. And now we're sitting on the precipice of where this is going to go now that the book is out, which is exciting. Yes. So tell everybody how to find it. And then I have one last super burning, awesome question for you. And we're going to wrap up. Okay. Um, the best find this book. The best way is because it's at Amazon. It's at you know Barnes and Noble, all those kind of places. Uh, just go to I want to be a dick dot com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't even get me started about all the all the 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 uh, the, the the fun stuff I have planned. Oh. <laughs> it's gonna be good. It's gonna. Be, there's right. swag, folks. Just to let you know. So there's swag, and it's in a box. So <laughs> it's a dick in a box. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing at it so much, but um, I appreciate but, you so uh, much. But yeah, so I want to be addict.com is is the website, and um, and, and really my my uh, purpose with this thing and this book and this movement and this this whole message is to um, is to really kind of have fun with it and mm-hmm. and create like create an environment where where like there's something to remember you know like there's there's a story behind you know like next time you're walking down the street my hope is that if you pass a neighbor you're gonna stop and talk to them and not just you know just not just wave and and smile or the nod what's up yeah just just do like the cold (laughs) nod and and not even know you know like not even know who your neighbors are you know because because that's that's really what this is about like like the the thing that i learned is that you know i i created this adult version 
of uh, being a superhero. Uh, I'm going to change the world by like, I have a friend of mine who walked from Florida to Seattle, um, you know, over the course of like four months or whatever, raised a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. I have another friend of mine that built a school in, in, um, in the Dominican Republic. And, you know, then, you know, or, you know, I have friends that are firefighters that run into to burning buildings. Oh, Callie says hi. Yeah. Hey girl. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, um, you know, I, I always thought I had to be that person. Like I had to come up with that. Like I had to create yeah. something that was so incredibly impossible. That's how you save the world. That's how you change the world. That's how you make a difference. That's the legacy that you have to leave. And it's really not like what I learned is like, here's a guy that was incredibly successful and he was humble and he was compassionate. It's good to people. He was kind, he was helpful. And he's left this incredible legacy enough that somebody would write a book about him. Um, and, and he didn't have to walk across the country and he didn't mm-hmm. have to, you know, build a school somewhere and he didn't have to do this impossible thing that really stops most of us from making a difference. Like we all have everything we need right now to change the world, to make a difference, to leave a legacy. And it's simple and it's free and it doesn't require anything other than for you to like kind of dig down and just kind of, and and, and just embrace it. I love the idea of small increments. We do get way overwhelmed with big swooping grandeur and uh, it can be in small increments. I also like that you've made kindness fun again, because it's lighthearted too. Yeah. Yay. Awesome. All right. Here's the, man, that was good. That might've been that thing I'm going to put in the podcast <laughs> where it's like the okay. little, the little amuse bouche bon mot that I'm going to pull up to, to uh, use it for promo. So there you go. Um, here's right. my, my, my last burning hot question. Every, every, everybody has to wait till the end to, to, to see it in context. So <laughs> I'm going to mess people up. That's how, so. you, that's how you string them along. <laughs> get them damn, listen to the whole damn thing. <laughs> my damn podcast. I'm going to do what I like, right? Um, what is your favorite swear word or expletive that you love to use? Oh, that's be really, really dirty if you want. You know what I'm saying? I, go, I went James Lipton with this question. Remember that guy in the actor's right. studio? He would say that. Well, he's gone now, and I took up the mantle. So I was like, it's, to ask you know. That. I, this is the second podcast in a row that's, that, that somebody's asked me. The, the other one was, what's your favorite insult? And I was like, and I said, I, I was like, it used to be dick, <laughs> but now I can't use that anymore. Um, insults. Brilliant. <laughs> so, so yeah, like I go, I go all in like, like, you know, I mumble under my, every time somebody like, like, like if, if somebody does me wrong, like I do the mumble under your breath, fuckers. <laughs> like that's like the, such a statement. So, so like it's just, it's just oh, fuckers and then like so so like i do have like that battle of the inside of, mm-hmm. of like no no that's not very dick like you know like, like <laughs> right. you gotta love that how you turn that into like mm, gotta check yourself right yeah <laughs> that's a good one i like it all right my friends you guys go and buy this book because i said so and because mark wrote it thanks mark thanks thank you That was so fun, and I really think you could listen to this episode and turn it into a drinking game. If you took a swig every time we said dick, you'd be really loaded right now. Thank you, Mark, for sharing your story. Truly inspiring. Let's all be a dick with a capital D. Get this book, folks. You can get it on Amazon.com. If you like this episode, please do all the things. Like, share with your friends, subscribe, and leave me a review, especially if it's a good one. If you really like the podcast and you want to show it, head on over to shitwedonttalkaboutpodcast.com. Click on the patrons button and become a full-time supporter of the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. Bye.